Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It is Monday, January 29th, 2024. Here's what's happening today in America. Service members killed. Navy lowers standards. The siege of Paris. And a massive diamond has been found. That's all coming up. Then Bill is going to be here with your message of the day. But first, three U.S. service members have been killed. And we were first told many wounded on a drone strike in Jordan near the Syrian border. We're now hearing that number at 25 injuries. The attack came from Iranian-backed militia groups. Senator Tom Cotton, Joe Biden, emboldened Iran for years by tolerating attacks on our troops, bribing the Ayatollahs with billions of dollars, and appeasing them to no end. He left our troops as sitting ducks, and now three are dead and dozens wounded. Sadly, I predicted this would happen for months. Sunday's attack was the first time that any troops have been killed. Congressman Mike Waltz said it's only a matter of time before Biden's appeasement strategy towards Iran got American service members killed. The U.S. Navy, with the other branches of the military, have been unable to meet their recruiting numbers, so they are now going to allow applicants who have not graduated high school. They just have to score a 50 out of a 99 on their qualification test. The goal last year was 37,700 recruits. They only got less than 32,000. Next year, the goal is 40,000. Those with lower test scores tend to wash out at boot camp at a higher rate. Farmers in France are putting Paris on siege. They're going to blockade the whole city and starve them out from food. They've been doing this for the last two weeks, blocking traffic and dumping produce all across France. But now they're going to do it in Paris. There's been similar protests from farmers all around the world. The farmers' unions are calling for diesel tax breaks. Well, they already have diesel tax breaks, but the government wants to get rid of those. Um, immediate payment of European Union subsidies, guarantees on insurance payouts related to health and climate change, and immediate aid for winemakers and organic farmers. And speaking of France, a guy from France came to Florida to watch the first moon landing mission launch from Cape Canaveral. And after that, he thought to go check out New Orleans. And on the way, swing by the Crater of Diamonds State Park in Arkansas. He arrived at 9 a.m., started to dig, there was a couple inches of rain a couple days before, so it was all very muddy. Apparently, that's good for diamond hunting. Found a 7.4 carat diamond. It's about the size of a gumdrop. 
It hasn't been officially valued yet, but it could go anywhere from $50,000 to half a million. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith, the great Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. On this Monday, my pal John Stewart, although he might not admit that, is coming back to Comedy Central. Only one night, Monday, uh, he will be on that satirical network, but it's not really satirical anymore. So I think it was 2016, 2016, that Jon Stewart retired from his very successful venture with Comedy Central. And The Daily Show then underwent uh, Trevor Noah and all, and drifted, drifted, drifted away from poking fun at pretty much the entire country to becoming a left-wing concern. Now, that's not going to bother Jon Stewart, who's a liberal man. And uh, if you Google uh, Jon Stewart, Bill O'Reilly, you will see some hysterical interactions between him and me. But they were all done with good humor. And we got along very well. I saw him about six months ago. Um, But now we live in a different country. So Comedy Central is geared toward younger Americans who are exclusively left-wing. There's no room for traditional thought. It has to be mocked. Again, Stewart will not have any problem with that, but I think he's going to find that his exposure is going to be extremely limited to one group. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me. Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Now let's go to the mail. David Huddle, Yukon, Oklahoma. I agree that Trump should use a debate with Haley to bring up Biden's shortcomings while being polite to the ambassador, and that would win over a lot of voters. Okay, so I understand this controversy. Again, my debate Hannity on it, and uh, you can listen to that. James Holland, El Paso, Texas. I disagree with you on Trump debating Haley. To me, that would just legitimize her candidacy and make people feel he's afraid of her. No, it's the opposite. If he doesn't debate, he's afraid of her. And legitimize her candidacy, James? She's in the game. Okay, She's got hundreds of thousands of votes in New Hampshire and Iowa. You don't have to legitimize her candidacy. She's there. Randall Dean, Battle Creek, Michigan. It's hard to watch someone so full of themselves 
that they won't concede defeat and are delusional, such as Haley. Who would vote for a delusional person? Well, 80 million Americans voted for Joe Biden. I don't get more delusional than he is. So I don't think Nikki Haley is delusional. It's a politician. It's what politicians do. I don't think she's delusional. Ed, not sure what Haley should do, but I know what Trump should do. Start acting presidential and gracious. All right. Right for that. But remember, Trump's supporters want him to be feisty. I think he can do both. Joe Milligan, Galleon, Ohio. I respectfully disagree with you regarding razor wire removal in Texas, O'Reilly. When the federal government refuses to enforce immigration law, does not Governor Abbott have a duty to do everything he can to protect the citizens of Texas? He can't violate the Constitution. Governor of Texas cannot do that. And the border and enforcement of it is solely the responsibility of the federal government. It's what Biden's doing is so wrong, and I understand why the governor of Texas is doing what he's doing, but you've got to obey the Constitution. Well, you don't have a country. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 22 years ago today, President George W. Bush delivered his State of the Union address before Congress. Less than five months earlier, the USA suffered the most catastrophic terror attack in history. During that speech, Bush warned three specific nations against aiding Islamic terrorists. Here is a story behind the axis of evil. Shortly after 9-11, Bush accused North Korea, Iran, and Iraq of forging an alliance that posed an existential threat to the USA. U.S. intelligence believed those countries were providing financial, military, even nuclear support to radical jihadists. On January 29, 2002, Bush issued this message. States like these and their terrorist allies constitute an axis of evil, arming to threaten the peace of the world. By seeking weapons of mass destruction, these regimes pose a grave and growing danger. They could provide these arms to terrorists, giving them the means to match their hatred. They could attack our allies or attempt to blackmail the United States. In any of these cases, the price of indifference would be catastrophic. In March 2003, President Bush launched Operation Iraqi Freedom to eliminate Saddam Hussein. In total, the USA has spent $6 trillion on the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. 7,000 American troops have been killed in action. And here's something else you might not know. Since Bush the Younger's speech, the USA has been successful in dismantling the global terror threat. Osama bin Laden was killed by special forces 2011 Saddam Hussein's party remains banned in Iraq. ISIS obliterated under President Trump. 
Details available in my book, Killing the Killers. As for Afghanistan, however, the situation remains a disaster. Just days after President Biden's withdrawal from Kabul, the Taliban immediately seized control of the country. Today, the same people who ruled Afghanistan on September 11, 2001, and helped the Taliban are back in power. Back after this. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe, download now the truth. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.